Yes, let me concentrate on. Let me concentrate. Let me leave the secular world and rather concentrate on some of us who are in church. Yeah, that is what I want to do. I want to concentrate on some of us who are in church. Because my ministry is for the church, not for the outside world. We claim we are Christians. We claim we are worshippers of God. And then the way we live and conduct ourselves, we are doing it as if. Not as if. We are doing it like we are independent of God. God doesn't matter. We are doing our own thing. One Sunday, and according to church programs, we go to church to convince ourselves psychologically we are worshippers of God. But when we we leave the temples, God does not see many of us as people who are worshippers of God. And I'm afraid there should be a change if we continue to live like that. We shall read Proverbs 1, 23 down, maybe to 27, and you see that what the results will be. We are in churches, church leadership clergy does not want the preach the truth of the gospel to be preached. Put it on church page, they will remove you from the church group page. But they love the money, they love the uh, tithe, they love the offering, they like the frequency of gathering in our church, going through liturgical formalities. That is not worshiping God. That is not it. True worship is living for the service of God under the influence of the Spirit of God, which in our dispensation is referred to as the Spirit of Christ, and then molding our life with the Word of God. That's why I call for this prayer. So that when we get any opportunity, we must use prayer as a tool to serve God. When Jesus Christ said men ought to pray without war, season is a command. He knew what he was saying. If we fail to do it, we shall receive the undesirable results of it. He was trying to say that we must use prayer to serve God continuously. And when you read that, Luke 18, 8, he said, when the Son of Man comes, would he find faith? What it meant is that would he come and find the church as people who are serving God, even with our prayers? Most of the prayers we see around, we are serving our, we are using it to serve our personal needs. But God wants us to pray so that there will be even laborers, not CEOs, 
to come and do the work of God. God expected us to pray for him to send workers. Just as God required Ananias to pray for Paul, for him to receive his sight and grace to be used by God, he expects us to pray for him to effect certain changes. Many people are not converted. The stories we are hearing about how ungodliness is increasing and multiplying. If we don't pray about it, it will grow worse and worse and worse and affect us. And affect us. We must serve God without ceasing. That's why I've been telling you we don't have many good clergy because they don't even know the timetable for worship. That is day and night, all the days of our life. If they taught us right, close down, we'll stop attendance to this, our temples, but it can never stop worshiping God in spirit and in word, truth. It cannot stop Christian families from praying in our homes. It cannot. As far back as Genesis 18:19, the house of Abraham was a microcosm of a unit of church. And God God made a statement. He affirmed statement of affirmation and assurance and confirmation. Can you go there? Say, I know Abraham. Can God say that about our clergy? Looking at our physical temples, the number of times we gather there, can God testify of this about our church clergy and leadership? Read. Genesis 18, 19. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. That is Abraham. Can God... Can we God give this affirmation about our church leadership and clergy that he knows this man of God in their color and big, big garments with their big, big synthetic title? Can God give this affirmation about them? I know them that they will do what? Command his children in his household. Command the church of God. Uh-huh. And they shall keep and, way and of then, the way of And then the house, the people of God's house, to what? To keep. And they shall keep the way So of that the Lord. we keep the way of the Lord. To do justice and judgment. To do justice and judgment. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of. So that God will bring upon the church what he has spoken of the church. We must pray for the type of leadership that God can give this testimony about. Another type we are seeing today, 
all they are interested in is tithe and offerings and prompt and frequent attendance to what? To church. And they are not interested in what God is saying there. Ensuring. Read them again. Ensuring that the commanders to walk in the word and then the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder God would tell many of them, according to the scripture, on the day of judgment, when they make their submission, I never knew you. You work at iniquity. Second Peter 2, 5. We are told those days, Noah was a preacher of what? Righteousness. And the verse 7 and 8 said, Lord, a righteous man was disturbed about what he heard and what he wore. He saw. These are clergy. Do you think something disturbed them? They feel very comfortable in their mission houses, in the church leadership, and the clapping and the glory they are getting from one another. The Lord told me they are teaching us to be vain worshippers. In the midst of this pandemic, God knows their heart and their motive. Why they are still forcing we should come to church if they did their job well as clergy and taught us the word of God. COVID would have been no impediment or obstacle to worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And God, if they did the work of God, God would have caused his people to send money through electronic fund transfer, EFTs, to the church still. But if we prove to God we are wiser than him, we want to protect our life, we would lose it. It's in scripture. And if we lose our lives for the sake of God, we shall find it. The things that are coming is terrible. It was in Luke. Jesus said we should pray so that we'll be able to stand what? All the things that are what? Coming. When Jesus said we should pray, we don't understand prayer. Anytime Jesus Christ is saying pray, do you know what he's talking about? That means the church should employ prayer as a tool to serve the purpose and the interest of God. Matthew 6, 33. The whole subject, instead of using prayer to work out the interest of the kingdom, this same clergy and church leadership making noise. When we are doing what God has asked us to do, they are using prayer to serve their denominational word, interest, which is gross disrespect to the word of God. That's why they lack grace. Jesus Christ is an authority. When he told Peter, so what do what do men say that I am? Can you go there? He said, God, Christ, the Son of the world, living God. We don't understand it. That means you are the authority God has sent to us. Whatever you say is what? Final. That is what works. 
whatever you do, nobody can undo. Whatever you shut, nobody can open. Whatever you open, nobody can what? Shut. He said that about himself in Revelation. Matthew 16 is there. Yeah, read. They don't understand. His authority. So when Jesus Christ is saying, pray so that you'll be able to stand, he's not saying we should pray for ourselves. That means we should pray, use prayer to serve the interests of the kingdom and his righteousness. One is to pray for genuine men of God, to pray for God to deliver people who are under the bondage of the devil. God should open their eyes to pray for genuine men of God to be empowered, to be supported. We should pray for those who are facing what? Obstacles. They make noise about going to the temple. When the genuine men of God were working and then they were locked up in prisons, the prayer that brought Paul and Silas from jails, where was, was it made in the temple? It was made from a what? A home. Because Jesus has said, true worshiper will not be limited to what? Ten temple. In Jerusalem or in Judea. So if Jerusalem temple worship will not be limited to the temple in Jerusalem and in Judea, then can you imagine the one at temple at Maybe let me mention my father's hometown. Temple at my father's hometown, Katapin. <laughs> worship will not be limited to what? Those days, Jerusalem, if you could not go for your prayer to be heard, you have to even face the world, the east, where Jerusalem is. And if the authority is telling us worship will not be what? Will not be done there. Then the prayer from the home that released Peter from jail, that is prayer as a tool. They saw things were militating against even the genuine men of God. They prayed and God listened. That is prayer. So seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his word. Righteousness. Jesus was talking on the subject of word. Prayer. And he got to that point and said, Prayer should be used to serve the kingdom of God and the interests of the kingdom of God. It's the same spirit in the Lord's word. Prayer, thy kingdom word, come, kingdom issues. Acts 1-3, after his resurrection, he spoke about the disciple before he departed and went up about issues concerning the word, the kingdom of God. Paul, Acts 19, also talk about what? Kingdom issues for a period of how many? You read it the other time. They were all kingdom-minded. We use prayer sometimes to serve our local three months. He was reason about them. The whole period is spent there about issues, matters concerning the world. The kingdom of God. What bewitched 21st century clergy and they are so myopic in the things of God and they are district-minded, uh, they are local congregation-minded, they are circuit-minded, uh, they are region-minded and denominationally-minded. We need to pray against all that, that God should send us people who will respect his God and who lead the church to be kingdom world 
minded so that when we are praying, we are praying to see for the interest of the world, the kingdom, and not the interest of any denomination because Jesus Christ did not recommend that. He did not command that. They have turned everything and making it, keep making it vain. What did I ask you to read? Matthew 16. Matthew 16, yeah. Matthew 16, 13 down. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, so, he asked his disciples, saying, Is it Caesarea? The author of Telebismai said, We call what? In mentioning the correct name, said it was named after Caesar. Caesarea. Uh huh. Caesarea. Uh huh. Caesar. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. You see, they were liking him to any ordinary word, man of God, God ever use. Mm -hmm. 15. He said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? But you. What about you to your opinion about me, your perception about me? And one thing that activates faith is seeing God as he is, having the right perception about God. That was what Rahab had. He said, we know your God. The way, can you go there? Mommy, go to Joshua. He spoke as God as authority. And that activated her faith and she was saved. If we don't get that faith, we cannot serve God well. Mm -hmm. Verse 16, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And what this thing Peter said, he said it's God that has revealed it all to him. And then you read. Verse 17. The Christ, the Son of the living God. No, What it means is that you are the sole authority. There has been, what do you call it? Moses. We have been Elijah. Mind you, before this event, Moses wrote it long time about the Lord Jesus Christ that God will raise a prophet like unto me. Whosoever does not listen to him will be cut off. Moses was trying to tell them that I am not an authority, but there is an authority coming. And that authority is what Peter referred to as what? The son, the son of the world. The living God, the Messiah, the coming King, the 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 the, the he's, he's an authority. That is the way we can understand him in our modern language. His authority. When we know him as authority, and we take his way and submit ourselves under the control of his word. That is where you see that things are working for us. We have clergy, they want to usurp the authority of Jesus Christ. They are looking for glory and honor and something they deserve to be served and worship and bow down to by the church. They are rather supposed to serve. You talk about it, they get annoyed. They are going to hear worse things from some of us. 
and they, will, they are going to see more of what they don't like, they see as rudeness. They will see more of that. And out of anger, some of them will get hypertension and die prematurely so they can be replaced with better clergy. So you listen to the sermon of some of us. People go this reason, uh, you'll be provoked, uh, coup, and you are dead. Mm -hmm. Some of them have potential, but finally you know about them so they can be replaced. I'm telling you. Because I'm praying to that effect. The kingdom has suffered violence since the time of John the Baptist. It's only with violence we can take it. Violent prayers. You read James and we are told Elisha prayed and locked the ring. That was a violent word. Prayer. And he succeeded in working for God. Prayer born out of the interest of God. He did not even consider his own personal word, interest. He was prepared also to suffer hunger and what? Test. God was so moved. God said, I give you DNA because of your love. You are seeking for the interest of the kingdom, my kingdom and its righteousness. So he gave him DNA, discriminatory neutralization of what? Adversity. He prayed. And God brought that adversity and go show him where he will get water and what? Food to drink. Jesus Christ is an authority. When the authority is saying we should use prayer to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 21st century clergy said, no, we shall use prayer to do what we want, we like. So such people, Lord, would that not overthrow them and replace them quickly? That's why we are hearing and seeing the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. What did I ask you to read for me? So Jesus' authority. Nobody will carry his spirit and his word and then fail. You can fail. And we preach. I listened to the Archbishop Bensonedos. He said, we preach to exalt Christ. We don't preach to exalt human being, to man, to honor man. We preach him to show his authority. That is what we preach. So that's what Paul said. We preach Christ. And he was determined to see anything among them except Christ and him, the benefits of the cross, the possession of the Christ, spirit of Christ in them. And he see them that they were people who were not independent of Christ that were ruled by the Spirit of Christ and were governed by the word, the word of Christ. What did I ask you to read? Yeah. Joshua 2, 11. Yeah. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above. Rehab is telling that your God, we've heard what God is doing for you. Your God is an authority, and he is what? For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Good. Is that all? Verse 12. Now therefore... No, I... no, no. He said, he said, I know he has given the city to you. One verse. For Rahab to speak like that, for Rahab to speak like that, you ought to have read from verse 9 to where you go to. Joshua chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord had given you the land. It's, it's okay. 
I know that for Rahab to speak to the Israelites like that, that means she has seen that God is an word or authority. So Jesus Christ told them, all authority, I wish you can refer to it, all power is given unto me. I give you power to tread upon the power of the enemy. And nothing can by any means what hurt you. That is it. So if we don't see Jesus Christ as an authority, that's where you see glory from Papa Osofu. And you respect him rather than the Lord Jesus Christ because you think he's the one that can elevate you. He's the one that can favor you. And maybe the one when you die will bury you and you go to heaven. So all those who worship does not move God and respect human beings than God. They have not seen Jesus Christ as what? Authority. 21st century clergy, when you see Jesus Christ as authority, they will always see you as rude because they think they also deserve to be worshipped and honored. They don't see themselves as servants and they are bossy bossy. And that's why, Lord, we pray, overthrow them quickly and replace them with better men. It should inform our prayer even this afternoon. So, church, the leadership that cannot conduct himself in humility like Jesus Christ is a useless leadership, no matter his synthetic title. You can move God on your behalf. Sin, sickness, word, flesh, the devil, everything overcome you. Where are you going for the grace? It's the authority that gives the word, the grace. And the authority is the Lord word, Jesus Christ. John 1, 14, so we saw him as the only begotten son of God, full of grace and word. Truth. We talk about grace and we think it's the clergy that gives grace. John the Baptist said in John 1, 16, he said from him, I, John, we have all received grace upon grace. Look at the demeanor of John. 21st century clergy, if you are clergy, you are a leadership, you are a member, tomorrow you will be a leader or a clergy. If we cannot bring ourselves to that level of humility, as we see in John the Baptist, we would never get the grace to do what God expects us to do. I did the analysis. The, there is, it's only modern theology they want to criticize John the Baptist because they don't know. They don't know. They lack knowledge in the word of God and they don't know the power of God. Because he said you brood of, he said, you brood of vipers in his presentation to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Jesus Christ, our Lord, the authority, never commented bad about John the Baptist. He commented good about John the Baptist in Matthew 11. He said, when you went to the wilderness, did you go for to look for somebody who was clothed in fine raiment? You went to a prophet, and I tell you, he's more than a war. A prophet. You went to a prophet, he's more than a prophet. And he talked about his garment. The Bible also talked about his food and his garment. That it wasn't anything special. But this was the person who was filled with the Holy Spirit from the mother's womb. 
His ministry was spectacular. John 1.19, they sent some gurus, sought for those gurus, John 1.19, who were sent to find out if he was the Christ. He said, I am not. He had, he was entitled to all the privilege attached to his entitlement as a Levite, son of Zachariah the priest. He did not make use of it did not stay in the mass, spent his time on the wilderness, conducted himself as a gongombita in our today's setup. His eating was deviation from the normal way of eating, dressing, deviation from normal way of what? Dressing, even according to the Levites. Fact, Lightris did not wear any of them, spent his time there. He said, I am not the Christ. I am not. He was so afraid and wanted to show. He's an authority. He said his shoe. I'm not ready to unless his word, his shoe. If you take it to today's setup, say a paramount chief, then he's, I'm not even fit to be part of those royals or those servants in the palace that uh, take care of the royal world regalia. I am just a void, a gongong bitter for him. Heavenly have taken a decision. The heavenly host, the Lord of hosts has taken a decision. The authority, the Lord Jesus Christ is coming and I have been sent to go and announce far in advance. Ahead before he comes. I am not the Christ. He must increase. I must what? Decrease. Paul was saying Jesus Christ is an word. Authority. Everything the Lord Jesus Christ did proved he was the word. Authority Moses wrote about. So John 5 46. He talks and they make noise. He talks and the religious elite make noise. They say, Our father Moses, he say, Hey, if you believe in them, Moses. You would have believed in me because he wrote about me. John 8, 44 also, they were bragging that they, are, uh, they were vain religious boasting and religious identity like we do today. I'm a member of this church. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Presbyterian. I'm this. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm confirmed and all those vain identities. He said, hey, those days they, they will use Abraham as their father and then Moses as their the Lord giver. Our father Moses, our father Abraham, he said, hey, if you is hypocrisy, if you believe Moses, you have believed me. You are of your father the devil. You are just bragging with your lips. God is not in your spirit. The word of God is not in you. His love is not in you. His spirit is not in you. You are just bragging. Vain religious identity. Boasting with vain religious, you don't have it. You are actually of your father, the devil, and his agenda is what you are pursuing. Many devils in our church leadership. Pursuing their own evil agenda, we will overthrow them with our prayer because they are not authority. So all proper men of God, they always let you know they are not what? Authority. And that's why they carry power. They could move God on their behalf. This one cannot. Because they, they are, they are, they are, they are trying. Apparently, they are, 
trying to usurp the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and they are deceived. They think their authority. They don't want to accept their laborers and servants. So the grace, they will never get until they change. Until they change. What did I ask you to read? John 1.19. Yeah. 1, yeah. What were the people? Uh -huh. John 1.19. What were the people who were sent to go to look for? Find out if John was the Christ. And this is the record of John. Yeah, and the Jews. Uh, mention, priests mention. And Levi. Priests and what? Levi's from Jerusalem. From Jerusalem. Priests and Levi's from Jerusalem were sent. Read. John 1. Yeah. John 1 19. And this is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levi's from Jerusalem to ask him, Who art thou? Yeah, they were sent from Jerusalem to I am not the Christ. Today, Ordinary human beings think even the church belongs to them. The ministry belongs to them. It's their ministry. In the arrogant way they, they speak. So that's why the church, the population is there. But we lack the grace to live a righteous world. Life. When we meet as a gathering, this one giving Peswa, Pene here, the frequency and then the mode. We'll get money, build structures, and be running an organization, religious organization, institution without the glory of God in it. Ichabod lies somewhere. You have the priest. When Eli went to the temple, God has already stripped him of his glory. When he was talking how to Hannah, he didn't know he was already stripped office. I listened to one preacher. He said the Ichabod came long time. When they started misbehaving, the church was going on right. Women were bringing offering, coming to church. The clergy were sleeping, having sex with them. It's the same thing today about many of our clergy. They are using the church to serve their personal interests. But because they think we go to church and this thing, they think that is it. They will see very soon if they don't change. Some of them, even they have messed up to the point, even if they change, they will not escape the just word, retribution. Saul did it. God provoked. Samuel was worrying his head. God told Samuel, why do you worry your head? I have rejected him. I don't want him. God was so provoked, very, very offended as the almighty God stripped not only Saul of his kinship gave him a spirit that would disorganize him psychologically to make him mad. He ended up what? Committing suicide. Most of our clergy, their lives are going to be mad by vicissitude because they have already caused the mess. And many, they have caused many to stumble and mess up a lot of things. Even if they change, they will not escape there. Just word, retribution. I've told you some will get mad right from the pulpit. We see the apostle is mad from the pulpit. He comes out and he will remain mad till he dies. So we see that they are not authority. So thou art Christ, the son of the world, living God. He said, Peter, thou art Peter. You are a man. 
Peter, you are an ordinary man. Me, I'm not an ordinary man. This revelation that you have given, now that the Father has told you I'm authority, I am going to build a church and the gates of hell. Nothing can stop me from building my world, church. When anybody disappoints God, God will replace the one. Just as he replaced Aaron and replaced what? Saul. And that's why we must pray for God to overthrow all the useless clergy by his own word, evaluation, and replace with the profitable ones that will do what he wants them to do. Clergy that will be concerned and be interested in the things the authority our Lord Jesus Christ is interested. Let me conclude with that thing. He said what? Luke 10. Yeah. Luke Luke 10. Yeah. And then we shall pray. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. This is the authority who is what? God Christ, the son of the living God, the one who opens nobody can shut, who shut nobody can open. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one talking like that. He speaks, and that is authoritative word. It doesn't change. Uh-huh. Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents. And I, Jesus Christ, I give you that authority to tread upon serpents and war. Scorpions. That's why I say me, the ministry God has given me, any clergy that will come and misbehave towards the ministry God has given me, I will overthrow him with my prayer. You can say I'm not a member of your church. When you see my preaching one, two, on church page or whatever, whatever, or whatever information you get about me, but when you misbehave, eh, I would deliver you to the authority. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, handle him the way you please. He said they won't allow us to do what you want us to do. And overthrow him. Some will be sacked and they will suffer after they've, they've, they've sacked with their family. I'm telling you, I know some of the things I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Behold, I give yeah. unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. To tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Come on. When we see Jesus Christ as authority, just as we have saw, whatever you want to do, that is in pursuance of the will, purpose, agenda, the glory, and the interest and the honor of God and his name and his work and assignment, nobody Nobody, nobody, no principality, no power, not even forces of war, nature can stop us. But one brother said, but it looks like the gates of hell is prevailing over us. That is a sign that we are independent of the war, of the authority, and we are doing our own thing. If we respect him as authority of the church and we are continuing his way and we are using his way to mold our lives and to govern our church business and do the church 
and we want to become like a brother sent to me yesterday we want to become what he wants us to be come as church and we are not looking for the honor that we get from fellow human beings especially the clergy and church leadership and we are seeking only for the honor that we get from the father in heaven nobody 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 shall we pray what song do i need here in such a in such a sermon song that carry his authority authoritative song authoritative song authoritative song authoritative song there is one that should come for our prayers song that depicts that jesus christ moves and nothing and that is it nothing can stop whatever he wants to do I'm looking for one, one that we use that signify the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. No, 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 that is not it. There is one Pentecost song like that. Uh, 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 uh. There is one Pentecost. There is one Pentecost song like that. O so na wo krong na wo ye kesi O so na wo ye kesi inampu Teenagers in our nation. I get it's incredible. Teenagers are getting the boldness to kill somebody's child whose mother fed them in her house and the Christian community we see this thing and we are eating normal we are living normal things we hear about people going to sexual immorality and homosexuality and other things the things we are hearing and seeing and the clergy all their interest they come to church come to church and all they are preaching is tight we should bring tight god who bless us they are sick but some of us will not sit down we are going to pray for god to overthrow them and replace them make some of them mad so that people will believe 
the word in the mission that he has given believe his word that his authority what he has said is true and is the truth they have deceived us for far too long and they are quick to make us look evil Lord, we are praying God to come and overthrow all the evil clergy. Let some of them go mad for everybody to see and hear about in the world with this development of internet and then uh, this social media and this communication network. God should cause, move, strike all this evil clergy. Come to the aid of the church. We need a new breed of leadership. Leadership that will serve his interests, will, and purposes. And will drive the church with his spirit and his way, the way he wants it. Note, we are fed up with leadership serving their personal interests and pretending they love God, but they don't even have the interests of the kingdom at all, at heart. All they are working is what? Iniquity, iniquity, iniquity. Let's pray for God to overthrow them quickly and raise more laborers to come and do their job. Shall we pray? Yes, let me concentrate on. Let me concentrate. Let me leave the secular world and rather concentrate on some of us who are in church. Yeah, that is what I want to do. I want to concentrate on some of us who are in church. Because my ministry is for the church, not for the outside world. We claim we are Christians. We claim we are worshippers of God. And then the way we live and conduct ourselves, we are doing it as if. Not as if. We are doing it like we are independent of God. God doesn't matter. We are doing our own thing. One Sunday... And according to church programs, we go to church to convince ourselves psychologically we are worshippers of God. But when we, we leave the temples, God does not see many of us as people who are worshippers of God. And I'm afraid there should be a change if we continue to live like that. We shall read Proverbs 1, 23 down, maybe to 27, you see that what the results will be. We are in churches, church leadership clergy does not want the, preach, the truth of the gospel to be preached. Put it on church page, they will remove you from the church group page. But they love their money they love the uh, tight. They love the offering. They like the frequency of gathering in our church, going through liturgical formalities. That is not worshiping God. That is not it. True worship is living for the service of God under the influence of the spirit of god which in our dispensation is referred to as the spirit of christ and then molding our life with the word of god that's why i've called for this prayer 
so that when we get any opportunity, we must use prayer as a tool to serve God. When Jesus Christ said men ought to pray without war, season is a command. He knew what he was saying. If we fail to do it, we shall receive the undesirable results of it. He was trying to say that we must use prayer to serve God continuously. And when you read that Luke 18.8, he said, when the Son of Man comes, would he find faith? What it meant is that would he come and find the church as people who are serving God even with our prayers? Most of the prayers we see around, we are serving our, we are using it to serve our personal needs. But God wants us to pray so that there will be even laborers, not CEOs, to come and do the work of God. God expects us to pray for him to send workers. Just as God required Ananias to pray for Paul, for him to receive his sight and grace, to be used by God. He expects us to pray for him to effect certain changes. Many people are not converted. The stories we are hearing about how ungodliness is increasing and multiplying. If we don't pray about it, it will grow worse and worse and worse and affect us. And affect us. We must serve God without ceasing. That's why I've been telling you, we don't have many good clergy because they don't even know the timetable for worship. That is day and night, all the days of our life. If they taught us right, close down, we'll stop attendance to these our temples, but it can never stop worshiping God in spirit and in word, truth. It cannot stop Christian families from praying in our homes. It cannot. As far back as Genesis 18:19, the house of Abraham was a microcosm of a unit of church. And God God made a statement. He affirmed statement of affirmation and assurance and confirmation. Can you go there? Say, I know Abraham Can God say that about our clergy? Looking at our 
physical temples, the number of times we gather there, can God testify of this about our church clergy and leadership? Read. Genesis 18, 19. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him. That is Abraham. Can God can we God give this affirmation about our church leadership and clergy that he knows this man of God in their color and big, big garments with their big, big synthetic title? Can God give this affirmation about them? I know them that they will do what? Command his children they will and his household. Command the church of God. Uh huh. And they shall keep their and, way of and then, the Lord. And then the house, the people of God's house, to what? To keep. And they shall keep the way so of the Lord. So that we keep the way of the Lord. To do justice and judgment. To do justice and judgment. That the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of. Him. So that God will bring upon the church what he has spoken of the church. We must pray for the type of leadership that God can give this testimony about. Another type we are seeing today, all they are interested in is tithe and offerings and prompt and frequent attendance to what? To church. And they are not interested in what God is saying there. Ensuring, read them again. Ensuring that the commanders to walk in the word and in the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. No wonder God would tell many of them, according to the scripture, on the day of judgment, when they make their submission, I never knew you. You work at iniquity. Second Peter 2, 5. We are told those days, Noah was a preacher of what? Righteousness. And the verse 7 and 8 said, Lord, a righteous man was disturbed about what he heard and what he wore. He saw, these are clergy. Do you think something disturbs them? They feel very comfortable in their mission houses, in the church leadership, and the clapping and the glory they are getting from one another. The Lord told me they are teaching us to be vain worshippers. In the midst of this pandemic, God knows their heart and their motive. Why they are still forcing we should come to church if they did their job well as clergy. And taught us the word of God, COVID would have been no impediment or obstacle to worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And God, if they did the work of God, God would have caused his people to send money through electronic fund transfer, EFTs, to the church still. But if we prove to God, we are wiser than him. We want to protect our life. We would lose it. It's in scripture. And if we lose our lives for the sake of God, we shall find it. The things that are coming is terrible. It was in Luke. 
Jesus said we should pray so that we'll be able to stand what? All the things that are what? Coming. When Jesus said we should pray, we don't understand prayer. Anytime Jesus Christ is saying pray, do you know what he's talking about? That means the church should employ prayer as a tool to serve the purpose and the interest of God. Matthew 6, 33. The whole subject, instead of using prayer to work out the interest of the kingdom, this same clergy and church leadership making noise. When we are doing what God has asked us to do, they are using prayer to serve their denominational word, interest, which is gross disrespect to the word of God. That's why they lack grace. Jesus Christ is an authority. When he told Peter, say, what do, what do men say that I am? Can you go there? He said, God, Christ, the son of the world, living God. We don't understand it. That means you are the authority God has sent to us. Whatever you say is what? Final. That is what works. Whatever you do, nobody can undo. Whatever you shut, nobody can open. Whatever you open, nobody can what? Shut. He said that about himself in Revelation. Matthew 16 is there. Yeah, read. They don't understand. His authority. So when Jesus Christ is saying, pray so that you'll be able to stand, he's not saying we should pray for ourselves. That means we should pray, use prayer to serve the interests of the kingdom and his righteousness. One is to pray for genuine men of God, to pray for God to deliver people who are under the bondage of the devil. God should open their eyes to pray for genuine men of God to be empowered, to be supported. We should pray for those who are facing what? Obstacles. They make noise about going to the temple. When the genuine men of God were working and then they were locked up in prisons, the prayer that brought Paul and Silas from jails, where was, was it made in the temple? It was made from a wall. A home. Because Jesus has said true worshiping will not be limited to what? Ten temple. In Jerusalem or in Judea. So if Jerusalem temple worship will not be limited to the temple in Jerusalem and in Judea, then can you imagine the one at temple at Maybe let me mention my father's hometown. Temple at my father's hometown, Katapin. <laughs> Worship will not be limited to what? Those days, Jerusalem, if you could not go for your prayer to be heard, you have to even face the world, the east, where Jerusalem is. And if the authority is telling us, worship will not be what? Will not be done there. Then the prayer from the home that released Peter from jail, that is prayer as a tool. They saw things were militating against even the genuine men of God. They prayed and God listened. That is prayer. So seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his word. Righteousness. Jesus was talking on the subject of word. Prayer. 
and he caught that point and said, prayer should be used to serve the kingdom of God and the interests of the kingdom of God. It's the same spirit in the lost world. Prayer, thy kingdom world, come. Kingdom issues. Acts 1-3, after his resurrection, he spoke about the disciple before he departed and went up about issues concerning the world, the kingdom of God. Paul, Acts 19, also talk about what? Kingdom issues for a period of how many? You read it the other time. They were all kingdom-minded. We use prayer sometimes to serve our local three months. He was reasoning about them. The whole period he spent there about issues, matters concerning the world, the kingdom of God. What bewitched 21st century clergy and they are so myopic in the things of God and they are district-minded, they are local congregation-minded, they are circuit-minded, they are region-minded and denominationally-minded. We need to pray against all that, that God should send us people who respect his God and who lead the church to be kingdom world minded so that when we are praying we are praying to seek for the interest of the world the kingdom and not the interest of any denomination because jesus christ did not recommend that he did not command that they have turned everything and making it keep making it vain what did i ask you to read matthew 16 16, yeah matthew 16 13 down when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, so, he asked his disciples, saying, Caesarea. The author of Theodobismus, we call what? In mentioned the correct name. Say it was named after Caesar. Caesarea. Uh huh. Caesarea. Uh huh. Caesar. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that the son of man am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. You see, they were liking him to any ordinary word, man of God, God ever used. Mm-hmm. 15, he said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? But you. What about you to your opinion about me, your perception about me? And one thing that activates faith is seeing God as he is, having the right perception about God. That was what Rahab had. He said, we know your God. The way, he, can you go there? Mommy, go to Joshua. He spoke as God as authority. And that activated her faith and she was saved. If we don't get that faith, we cannot serve God well. Mm-hmm. Verse 16, and Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And what this thing Peter said, he said it's God that has revealed it all to him. And then you read. Verse 17. The Christ, the Son of the living God. No, What it means is that you are the sole authority. There has been, what do you call it? Moses, we have been Elijah. Mind you, before this event, 
Moses wrote it long time about the Lord Jesus Christ that God will raise a prophet like unto me. Whosoever does not listen to him will be cut off. Moses was trying to tell them that I am not an authority, but there is an authority coming. And that authority is what Peter referred to as what? The son, the son of the world, the living God, the Messiah, the coming king. The, 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 he's, he's an authority. That is the way we can understand him in our modern language. His authority. When we know him as authority and we take his word and submit ourselves under the control of his word, that is where you see that things are working for us. We have clergy, they want to usurp the authority of Jesus Christ. They are looking for glory and honor and something they deserve to be served and worship and bow down to by the church. They are rather supposed to serve. You talk about it, they get annoyed. They are going to hear worse things from some of us. And they, will, they are going to see more of what they don't like, they see as rudeness. They will see more of that. And out of anger, some of them will get hypertension and die prematurely so they can be replaced with better clergy. So you listen to the sermon of some of us. People God is raising, uh, you'll be provoked, uh, cool, and you are dead. Mm -hmm. Some of them have potential, but finally you know about them so they can be replaced. I'm telling you. Because I'm praying to that effect. The kingdom has suffered violence since the time of John the Baptist. It's only with violence we can take it. Violent prayers. You read James and we are told Elisha prayed and locked the ring. That was a violent word. Prayer. And he succeeded in working for God. Prayer born out of the interest of God. He did not even consider his own personal world interest. He was prepared also to suffer hunger and what? Test. God was so moved. God say, I give you DNA because of your love. You are seeking for the interest of the kingdom, my kingdom and its righteousness. So he gave him DNA, discriminatory neutralization of what? Adversity. He prayed. And God brought that adversity. And God showed him where he will get water and what? Food to drink. Jesus Christ is an authority. When the authority is saying we should use prayer to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 21st century clergy said, no, we shall use prayer to do what we want, we like. So such people, Lord, would that not overthrow them and replace them quickly? That's why we are hearing and seeing the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. What did I ask you to read for me? So Jesus is authority. Nobody will carry his spirit and his word and then fail. You can fail. And we preach. I listened to the Archbishop Bensonados. So we preach to exalt Christ. We don't preach to exalt human being, to man, to honor man. We preach him to show his authority. That is what we preach. So that's what Paul said. We preach Christ. 
And he was determined to see anything among them except Christ and him, the benefits of the cross, the possession of the cry, spirit of Christ in them. And he see them that they were people who were not independent of Christ, but were ruled by the spirit of Christ and were governed by the word, the word of Christ. What did I ask you to read? Yeah. Joshua 2, 11. Yeah. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above. Rehab is telling that your God, we've heard what God is doing for you. Your God is an authority. And he is what? For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. Good. Is that all? Verse 12. Now therefore... No, I... no, no. He said, he said, I know he has given the city to you. One verse. For Rahab to speak like that, for Rahab to speak like that, you ought to have read from verse 9 to where you got to. Joshua chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. And she said unto the men, I know that the Lord had given you the land. It's, it's okay. I know that for Rahab to speak to the Israelites like that, that means she has seen that God is an word or authority. So Jesus Christ told them, all authority, I wish you can refer to it, all power is given unto me. I give you power to tread upon the power of the enemy and nothing can by any means what hurt you that is it so if we don't see jesus christ as an authority that's where you see glory from papa Osofu, and you respect him rather than the lord jesus christ because you think he's the one that can elevate you he's the one that can favor you and maybe the one when you die will bury you and you go to heaven So all those who worship does not move God and respect human beings than God. They have not seen Jesus Christ as what? Authority. 21st century clergy, when you see Jesus Christ as authority, they will always see you as rude because they think they also deserve to be worshipped and honored. They don't see themselves as servants and they are bossy bossy. And that's why, Lord, we pray, overthrow them quickly and replace them with better men. It should inform our prayer even this afternoon. So, church, the leadership that cannot conduct himself in humility like Jesus Christ, it's a useless leadership, no matter his synthetic title. You can't move God on your behalf. Sin, sickness, word, flesh, the devil, everything overcome you. Where are you going for the grace? It's the authority that gives the word, the grace. And the authority is the Lord word, Jesus Christ. John 1, 14, he said, we saw him as the only begotten son of God, full of grace and word. Truth. We talk about grace and we think it's the clergy that gives grace. John the Baptist said in John 1, 16, he said from him, I, John, we have all received grace upon grace. Look at the demeanor of John. 
21st century clergy, if you are clergy, you are leadership, you are a member, tomorrow you'll be a leader or a clergy. If we cannot bring ourselves to that level of humility, as we see in John the Baptist, we would never get the grace to do what God expects us to do. I did the analysis. The, there's, it's only modern theology they want to criticize John the Baptist because they don't know. They don't know. They lack knowledge in the word of God and they don't know the power of God. Because he said you brood of, he said, you brood of vipers in his presentation to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Jesus Christ, our Lord, the authority, never commented bad about John the Baptist. He commented good about John the Baptist in Matthew 11. He said, when you went to the wilderness, did you go for to look for somebody who was clothed in fine raiment? You went to a prophet, and I tell you, he's more than a war. A prophet. You went to a prophet, he's more than a prophet. And he talked about his garment. The Bible also talked about his food and his garment. That it wasn't anything special. But this was the person who was filled with the Holy Spirit from the mother's world, womb. His ministry was spectacular. John 1.19, they sent some gurus, sought for those gurus, John 1.19, who were sent to find out if he was the Christ. He said, I am not. He had, he was entitled to all the privilege attached to his entitlement as a Levite, son of Zachariah the priest. He did not make use of it. Did not stay in the mass. Spent his time on the wilderness. Conducted himself as a gongombita in our today's setup. His eating was deviation from the normal way of eating. Dressing, deviation from normal way of what? Dressing. Even according to the Levites, Phylacteries did not wear any of them. Spent his time there. This, he said, I am not the Christ. I am not. He was so afraid and wanted to show. He's an authority. He said his shoe. I'm not worthy to unless his word, his shoe. If you take it to today's setup, say a paramount chief, then he's, I'm not even fit to be part of those royals or those servants in the palace that uh, take care of the royal world regalia. I am just a void, a gong-gong bitter for him. Heavenly have taken a decision. The heavenly host, the Lord of hosts has taken a decision. The authority, the Lord Jesus Christ is coming and I have been sent to go and announce far in advance. Ahead before he comes. I am not the Christ. He must increase. I must what? Decrease. Paul was saying Jesus Christ is an word. Authority. Everything the Lord Jesus Christ did proved he was the word. Authority Moses wrote about. So John 5 46. He talks and they make noise. He talks and the religious elite make noise. They say, Our father Moses, he say, Hey, if you believe in them, Moses. You would have believed in me because he wrote about me. John 8:44. Also, they were bragging that they are, 
they were vain religious boasting and religious identity like we do today. I'm a member of this church. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Presbyterian. I'm this. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm confirmed and all those vain identities. He said, "Hey, those days they they will use Abraham as their father and then Moses as their the Lord giver." Our father Moses, our father Abraham, he said, hey, if you is hypocrisy, if you believe Moses, you have believed me. You are of your father the devil. You are just bragging with your lips. God is not in your spirit. The word of God is not in you. His love is not in you. His spirit is not in you. You are just bragging. Vain religious identity. Boasting with vain religious, you don't have it. You are actually of your father, the devil, and his agenda is what you are pursuing. Many devils in our church leadership. Pursuing their own evil agenda, we will overthrow them with our prayer because they are not authority. So all proper men of God, they always let you know they are not what? Authority. And that's why they carry power. They could move God on their behalf. This one cannot. Because they, they are, they are, they are, they are trying. Apparently, they are trying to usurp the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they are deceived. They think they are authority. They don't want to accept their laborers and servants. So the grace they will never get until they change. Until they change. What did I ask you to read? John 119 and Luke yeah. 119. Yeah, what were the people, uh-huh. John 1.19, what were the people who were sent to go to look for, find out if John was the Christ? And this is the record of John. Yeah, and the Jews, uh, mention, priests and Levites. Priests and what? Levites from Jerusalem. From Jerusalem. Priests and Levites from Jerusalem were sent. Read. John 1.19, yeah. and this is the record of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are thou? Yeah, they were sent from Jerusalem to say, I am not the Christ. Today, ordinary human beings think even the church belongs to them, the ministry belongs to them, is their ministry, in the arrogant way they, pray, they speak. So that's why the church, the population is there. But we lack the grace to live a righteous world. Life. When we meet as a gathering, this one giving Peswa, penny here, the frequency and then the mode. We'll get money, build structures and be running an organization, religious organization, institution without the glory of God in it. Ikabod like somewhere. You have the priest. When Eli went to the temple, God has already stripped him of his glory. When he was talking how to Hannah, he didn't know he was already stripped of his. I listened to one preacher. He said the Ichabod came long time. When they started misbehaving, the church was going on right. Women were bringing offering, coming to church. The clergy were sleeping, having sex with them. It's the same thing today about many of our clergy. They are using the church to serve their personal interests. But because they think we go to church and this thing, they think that is it. They will see very soon. 
if they don't change. Some of them, even they have messed up to the point, even if they change, they will not escape the just world, retribution. Saul did it. God provoked. Samuel was worrying his head. God told Samuel, why do you worry your head? I have rejected him. I don't want him. God was so provoked, very, very offended as the almighty God stripped not only Saul of his kinship, gave him a spirit that would disorganize him psychologically to make him mad. He ended up what? Committing suicide. Most of our clergy, their lives are going to be marked by vicissitude because they have already caused the mess. And many have caused many to stumble and mess up a lot of things. Even if they change, they will not escape the just word. Retribution. I've told you some will get mad right from the pulpit. We see the Papa Sofo is mad from the pulpit. He comes out and he will remain mad till he dies. So we see that they are not authority. So thou art Christ, the son of the world, living God. He said, Peter, thou art Peter. You are a man. Peter, you are an ordinary man. Me, I'm not an ordinary man. This revelation that you have given, now that the Father has told you I'm authority, I am going to build a church and the gates of hell. Nothing can stop me from building my world, church. When anybody disappoints God, God will replace the one. Just as he replaced Aaron and replaced Lord Saul. And that's why we must pray for God to overthrow all the useless clergy by his own word, evaluation, and replace with the profitable ones that will do what he wants them to do. Clergy that will be concerned and be interested in the things, the authority, our Lord Jesus Christ is interested. Let me conclude with that thing. He said what? Luke 10, yeah. Luke 10, 19. yeah. And then we shall pray. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. This is the authority who is world. That Christ, the Son of the Living God, the one who opens, nobody can shut. Who shut, nobody can open. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one talking like that. He speaks, and that is authoritative word. It doesn't change. Uh -huh. Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents. And I, Jesus Christ, I give you that authority to tread upon serpents and war. Scorpions. That's why I say me, the ministry God has given me, any clergy that will come and misbehave towards the ministry God has given me, I will overthrow him with my prayer. You can say I'm not a member of your church. When you see my preaching one, two, on church page or whatever, whatever, or whatever information you get about me, but when you misbehave, eh, I would deliver you to the authority. Say, so Lord Jesus Christ, handle him the way you please. He said they won't allow us to do what he wants us to do. And overthrow him. Some will be sacked and they will suffer after they've, they've, they've sacked with their family. I'm telling you, I know some of the things I'm seeing here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Behold, I give yeah. unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. To tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Come on. When we see Jesus Christ as authority, just as Rahab saw, whatever you want to do, that is in pursuance of the will, purpose, agenda, the glory, and the interest and the honor of God and his name and his work and assignment, nobody, 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 no principality, no power, not even forces of war, nature can stop us. But one brother said, but it looks like the gates of hell is prevailing over us. That is a sign that we are independent of the war, of the authority, and we are doing our own thing. If we respect him as authority of the church, and we are continuing his word, and we are using his word to mold our lives and to govern our church business and do the church, and we want to become like a brother sent to me yesterday. We want to become what he wants us to be, come as church. And we are not looking for the honor that we get from fellow human beings, especially the clergy and church leadership. And we are seeking only for the honor that we get from the Father in heaven. Nobody, 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 nobody shall we pray. What song do I need here in such a in such a sermon? Son that carry his authority. Authoritative song. Authoritative song. Authoritative song. Authoritative song. There is one that should come for our prayers. Song that depicts that Jesus Christ moves and nothing. And that is it. Nothing can stop whatever he wants to do. I'm looking for one, one that we use. That signify the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. No, 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 that is not it. There is one Pentecost song like that. Uh, 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 uh. There is one Pentecost. There, there is one Pentecost song like that. O so now now
teenagers in our nation who are getting it's incredible teenagers are getting the boldness to kill somebody's child whose mother fed them in her house and the Christian community we see this thing and we are eating normal we are living normal things we hear about people going to sexual immorality and homosexuality and other things the things we are hearing and seeing and the clergy all their interest they come to church come to church and all their preaching is tight we should bring tight god who bless us they are sick but some of us will not sit down we are going to pray for god to overthrow them and replace them make some of them mad so that people will believe the word and the mission that he has given believe his word that his authority what he has said is true and he is the truth they have deceived us for far too long and they are quick to make us look evil Lord, we are praying God to come and overthrow all the evil clergy. Let some of them go mad for everybody to see and hear about in the world with this development of internet and then uh, this social media and this communication network. God should cause, move, strike all this evil clergy. Come to the aid of the church. We need a new breed of leadership. Leadership that will serve his interests, will, and purposes. And will drive the church with his spirit and his way, the way he wants it. Note, we are fed up with leadership serving their personal interests and pretending they love God, but they don't even have the interest of the kingdom at all, at heart. All they are working is what? Iniquity, iniquity, iniquity. Let's pray for God to overthrow them quickly and raise more laborers to come and do their job. Shall we pray?